What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about how to take responsibility for your life and your actions. And this is not going to be another motivational video where I just say, you can do it. Just be important enough to yourself and love yourself and then maybe you even get hyped and 20 minutes later you're back to normal. No, we gotta understand why we do the things we do, why we stay in our comfort zone because once we understand it, we're not gonna beat ourselves up for it and then we can take strategic action, small steps that compound over time that will make all the difference. So really stay tuned because we're gonna make it specific. If you want to take inspired action today, consider joining the Epic Life Bootcamp or work with me privately. All the information you find below. So let's start with the basics. First off, there's nothing wrong with you. I hear this over and over again. I hear it from my clients. I hear it in the comments section and people really get stuck on this. And I really believe that most people get stuck at this particular point. And once you take care of this first point, you will be ahead of the curve, probably 70% more than all the other people that suffer from the same problem. We feel that there's something wrong with us. It should be so obvious that we start fighting for ourselves. We know what we want to do. We know that it would be better if we applied for a better job. We know it would be better for us if we actually went out and saw friends and maybe met some new people. We know that it would be good for us to start working out. We know that and we feel the guilt every day and we still don't do it. And here comes the twist. People think that there's something wrong with them, why they are not doing those steps, that it should be obvious. And they think about the people they see on TV or maybe their neighbor or anybody that they know who makes it happen. And you say they can make it happen and I'm flawed. There's a reason why I can't make it happen. And because of that, there's nothing I can do about it. You stay in the state and you don't change anything because it's a vicious circle. And I've been there and I struggle with this just as much as you do. But here is what is different. I have learned that this is the norm. It's not that everybody of us does all the things that are good for us all the time every day and you're the exception. It's the other way around. And the exception part doesn't happen because people are born differently. They do that because they know that this is something they have to overcome day after day. This is not something you do once. See the people who are all successful in their life who do everything they want to, they have learned that it's always about stepping out of your comfort zone every single day. It's not that once you do that step and then all is done. I step out of my comfort zone as often as I can. And sometimes I can't do it for days. Sometimes I can't do it for weeks. And sometimes I'm able to do that four or five times a day. No matter what it is, I know that this is the path. I know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with me, that I should stop guilt tripping myself because if you do that, you're not gonna move forward. You're okay just the way you are right now. And the point is to take things on that you can do constantly. If you're not consistent, absolutely nothing works. This is the key ingredient. And I've talked to so many people who have a project they want to take on. So let's say they want to write their book and they know they haven't done anything the last months. Maybe they have an idea or they have written one or two pages like a couple of weeks ago, but they're not consistent. And then I say, okay, let's talk next week. And by then have written one page. And they look at me like I completely underestimate them. They look at me and say, we're going to work together and you want me to do one page a week. Like, what do you think I am? Why don't you tell me to do five every day? Why don't we start with that? 
I tell you why. Because if you haven't been able to write five pages a day, you're not going to be able to do that starting from zero. You're going to be able maybe to do it for a week. Maybe some of us who have like this amazing willpower can even do it for two or three weeks. But at some point you're going to fall off because this is not part of your identity. This is not part of the things you can take on. Energetically, you're fighting against yourself and this will never prevail. There's a reason why I've been doing this for years now because I never put it on my plate to do all at once from the beginning. And I understand that it can be difficult because if you, for example, think I should be able to do five pages every day, this is actually my identity. There's just something going on with me right now, but actually I'm a person who can write five pages every day, but that's not the case. And what most of us are afraid of is to actually look at ourselves and admit to ourselves, I'm somebody who can make maybe two sentences a week. That's it. I'm not somebody who can make five pages a day happen, at least not right now. And why do people not want to see that? Because it's hurtful, because it's a hit to the ego, because it's admitting to ourselves that we're not that what we'd hope we would be. That is the reason why so many people don't take on new tasks. On the one hand, you have the fear of doing something and people are going to judge you for it. And then you're going to have proof that you're not all that. So admitting to yourself that you can do only one sentence a week is just as hard for the ego. And this is something that you have to do right now. You can always keep telling yourself, oh, I'm not going for that great thing because if I do, people could judge me and I don't want to see that this happens all on a subconscious level. So I'm not even going to try. But that other thing that is really an ego hit you have to take today. The fact is that you can only write one sentence a week. And once you admit that to yourself, you have to accept yourself with that before you start Start loving yourself and saying that you're enough and believing it. You have to first face it. You have to admit it to yourself. You have to be okay with it before you can improve that. Because in the end, it doesn't matter if you write five pages every week or if you write one sentence a week. You're not more valuable if you write five pages a day. You're not a better person. Your life doesn't matter more. It doesn't. We're all equally important on this earth. We all have the same value and it's just a skill we got to learn. Nothing more, nothing less. And it works for everybody. See, I'm not here to tell you my system is the only system that works. There's so many different ways that work, but I know that the way I do it, it definitely works because I'm somebody who only did the bare minimum. And I really didn't think that there's a possibility for me to achieve great things in life, but I know I can, I see it around me. I see how it goes faster and faster. It's an exponential growth. And I see it in my clients and the people in my courses as well. But in order to start that journey, you have to admit where you're at. And once you've admitted to yourself where you're at and you've accepted that, you're okay with that. You're okay being a person who only writes one sentence a week. Then it's time to take on the next step. And the next step is to figure out that nothing is ever going to improve if you focus on what is lacking. That's just not how our mind works. It improves what we focus on. So if you keep focusing on the fact that you're not doing what you're supposed to do, that you're not this big shot in your life, that you're wasting your life, that you're not taking responsibility for your actions, you're always going to keep repeating the cycle. We have to start telling ourselves a different story. And the story could be something like this. The last time I was able to to write something was months ago, but this time I was able to write something last week and this week. This is an accomplishment and I have to be aware of it. I have to start getting proud of that to be okay to write three weeks in a row and then not do it for one week. But then once I pick it back up, I'm grateful. I'm happy because this time I only had a break of a week when before that it was months.
months before I sat down again. This is how we have to train our mind. And unless we understand this, unless we're willing to do this and start at the bare minimum, because this is how it feels up until this point, if you don't do it, you just keep telling yourself the story. Actually, I'm a person who can do all of that but right now. There's something holding me back. I don't know why I don't care. And you go back to zero, but we're going to do it differently now. So you got to figure out what you want to improve in. And I would really start with one thing. You know, when you look at the five pillars, there's so many things you can improve your physical energy management. So the way you treat your body, how much energy you have during the day or your priority management, what things really matter to you and how are you going to figure them all out? Then there is relationship management, vocation and wealth management. You can tackle all of them. And the goal is of course, at some point to have them all. But in the beginning, you start with one thing. You don't care about priority management, how to prioritize one thing over the other. You don't care about all these aspects that could play a role. You focus on one thing, one thing, whatever it is. Do you want to apply for a new job? Do you want to work on your vocations or your passion, your self actualization, or do you want to take care of your body? It does not matter. You start with one thing because this one thing has to be something that you can do for the rest of your life. We have understood that it's always about pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. It's never going to be comfortable. We just get used to it. We start being okay with being outside of our comfort zone over and over again. And once we do that, we get acclimatized to that. Then this becomes our new comfort zone and we're ready for the next step. So before you take on anything new, you gotta be okay with committing to something. See, I've had people tell me, Oh, I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start working out tomorrow and I'm going to do it every day for a month. And I want you to check on me. And I knew right then and there, this is not going to work. You might be able to push it for a while, but this will not sustain, but what will sustain. So let's take the example of you writing your book. So what is something you can commit to? And you know, no matter what you're going to be able to do this, if you want for the rest of your life, it's not about making money with your book. It's not about having this finished product that will make you feel and your ego will be fed. This is something that you want to commit to and want to make part of your identity because you want to be somebody who says no matter what, every week I'm writing one sentence or every week I'm writing one page or every week I'm writing five pages. It does not matter, but it has to be something that you know you can commit to. And if you know yourself and you know that there are times when you just don't have the energy to do that much, then really change it. What is something that you can definitely commit to probably writing one sentence a week. And then you might say, if I write only one sentence a week, I will never get anywhere. But we're not saying that it has to stay one sentence. But if you're not willing and able to write one sentence two weeks in a row, you will never be able to write one page a week, 10 pages a week or a chapter a week. I can guarantee you that. So if all your life you've been telling yourself, I should be able to write five pages every day and it would have worked, you wouldn't have these problems. So if this strategy doesn't work, why not try this one? What do you have to lose? The worst thing that could happen is that you waste one month where you wrote down one sentence every week. So you have four sentences after a month. If you're somebody who writes a sentence every other month, then this is not a step back. But if you're able to write that one sentence every week, I can guarantee you that you're going to be able to write more because your mind will have adjusted that every Saturday you go to the library or you go to your special room where you work and you always sit down at nine o'clock in the morning and you write that one sentence. And once you've written that one sentence, maybe it's not even just one sentence. Maybe you want to finish your thought process. And before you know it, it's maybe a page, but you don't have to commit to that. The only thing you got to commit to is that one sentence. 
See, I use an extreme example here, but I use it because it's true. And see how uncomfortable it makes us feel if we would say, I commit to writing one sentence every week. We would feel like such losers. Me saying that makes me feel uncomfortable. But that is exactly how our mind is playing a trick on us. Because we hear it, because it doesn't sound good, we don't want to commit to that. But try it. Because after that, you're going to be so used to being in this place at nine o'clock that you're going to be able to do more. And before you know it, you're not going to do this only on Saturdays. You're going to do this also on Thursdays. And before you know it, your book will be finished. And it will be finished so much faster than all the other times when you told yourself, I'm going to write five pages every day. This is me. And you really focus on your willpower. That is the one thing that has to make it happen. It's just not the case. And you'll always keep yourself back if you do this. It's those small things that compound over time. They're the one who really make you stay in the game long term. And this is what we want to get to. So now let's talk about how we're going to improve that. How are we going to get to a point where it actually keeps on growing? Because very often you might be in a situation where you were able to get that process going and you were able to write that one page a week even. You've been doing this for two months now and it's great, but you can't commit to doing more because you're still thinking, oh, something should happen. Now I should feel like it. Now everything should be able to come out of nowhere and it should work out. But I commit to myself that I'm going to keep on doing this one page a week and you keep doing this. Well, you know what you do? You start from the beginning. You understand again that this is what you're able to do now. And now we're going to push ourselves out of the comfort zone. Now we're going to do something that's going to make the situation better. So this is what you do then. You actually commit to writing two pages a week or you commit to doing something that will help you in the process, that will help you get better. So for example, you commit to taking a writing class which helps you to concentrate and get things done more efficiently. It does not matter what you choose, but it has to be an improvement. It has to be that you take on more and you take on more just as much as you can handle. If writing one page a week has become your new normal, this is not out of your comfort zone anymore. This has become part of your identity and you again have to push yourself. See, a lot of people think, okay, I made the step now. Why aren't things happening? I did this thing that was so hard for me. I fought through it. I stayed committed. Why isn't anything happening? Because it's happening once you commit to always stepping out of your comfort zone over and over again. It's not going to change at any level that you're at. You just learn that this is part of the game. Stepping out of your comfort zone and tracking. So what do I mean by tracking? We get back to the point, whatever you focus on gets improved. This is the fact. So you have to focus and track everything that you're already creating and you want to create more of. There is no other way to do that. So you have to set goals for yourself. So for example, to say, I'm going to write that one page a week and then in two months, I'm going to improve it to two pages a week. And then the month after that, it's going to be four pages after that eight pages and the list goes on and on. You have to first set those goals and they have to be smart goals. So smart goals are specific, measurable, applicable, realistic, and time bound. So it has to be something that you actually think is realistic. As I said, if you haven't been able to do anything so far, five pages a week is not going to cut it. It's not realistic. It's not a smart goal. It has to be something where it gets you out of your comfort zone, but it doesn't overwhelm you. So do this. Be okay with setting goals that push you, but don't overwhelm you. And you have to set those goals. So many people say, well, I just don't want to set goals because this in itself 
is already pushing me out of my comfort zone. Then make it a point to say once a week, I'm going to set goals for myself. Once a week, I'm going to look at my smart goals list and I'm going to adapt it. And if you can't do that, then say, I'm going to start doing this once a month, whatever it is, it has to be something that you can consistently repeat. And as I said, if goal setting is even a problem for you, then maybe start with that. But let's say you've gotten that far. You're okay with setting goals. You actually do that. It's not something you hear now and then you say, yeah, 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 I'm going to set goals. And then you don't do anything about it. Really set goals and set goals in the areas that are important to you and start with one and then you improve. You can actually set goals on a big scale as in a vision board. You can think of the five pillars. You can download the free poster now and look how you want to improve in all of those areas and put it up somewhere where you can see it all the time. And then maybe you have goals on all the areas on there, but you start focusing on one, all those things you're going to pick up once you're able to really stick to that one goal and you're able to improve on it. And you feel like you have the energy to take on more because every time you're able to commit to one goal, every time you're able to actually make improvements in this, you gain more energy, you gain more confidence in yourself that you're sticking up for yourself, you gain more confidence and trust that you're going to do what is necessary in order to be proud of yourself. That is something that definitely happens, but it only happens if you start focusing on your improvements. So you're not down on yourself. You know, there are people who have like all of the success on the outside and they're pulling themselves down. At some point they collapse. You cannot handle it. We want to create a sustainable epic life on your terms. So you decide what to take on and when, but if you put too much on it, it's not gonna happen. So once you start with this one thing, you start tracking it. If you don't have a list, if you don't have a tracking sheet, if you don't have any kind of thing where you write down every week, this week I wrote one page or this week I was able to write five. If you don't have that, you know, what's going to happen life, everyday life and your default state will go back. You will fall back into your comfort zone. You'll fall back into this place where all the things happen around you and you're just cruising through them. You have to be the one who focuses on that. And it's never going to be that at some point you're not going to need this anymore. It's not going to be that you're just going to relax and this is going to get done by itself. No, you will just have the energy to do even more. You still have to track the things you want to improve on all the time. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it for five months, five days or five years, you still gotta track it because if you don't track it, as I said, things happen. People want things from us. There are tasks we have to take care of everyday life, our problems, and they will get the best of you. You cannot escape it ever. This is not something you can ever let go of, but you learn that every time you stick to this, your life gets better. You get more energy. You get more excited about life. You actually enjoy life to the fullest. It becomes more and more epic. And with that, you have more and more energy to take on even more. It's not going to be that you're going to feel the exact same way you feel now. You're going to feel so much better while doing so much more. And it's going to excite you. You're going to do these things because you love the process, because no matter how much this pushes you out of your comfort zone, it's never to a point where it overwhelms you. It is always to a point where it's exciting and then you get addicted to the benefits of it. You get addicted to the feeling of creating something for your life, which feels good. You get addicted to the fact that you don't have to think about, Oh, I'm wasting my life. I'm not taking responsibility for my life. Do you know how many years I had this in the back of my mind over and over again? You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're wasting your life. There's something missing. It's always outside of you. And this is something most people carry on their entire life. But I know you're different. I know you can make the change if you're willing to start small, because nowadays I don't have that feeling and I haven't had this for years. 
See, this is something that doesn't only compound over time. This is something you can feel today. The minute I decided to improve my life, the minute I decided to take responsibility for my life and do one little thing more each week, every time I'm able to, if I fall off, it's okay, I get back up, but I'm willing and able to take on the next step. The moment I decided to do that and I took the first step knowing no matter what, I'm not gonna let go. This is the moment I started feeling I'm taking control of my life. This is the moment I stopped feeling I'm wasting my life. It isn't easier for me now than it was then. It is easier in the fact that life is better. I see more and more results. I get more and more certain that this is working because reality catches up to my vision more and more. But the moment I started fighting for myself was the moment I start feeling content. Because it's not so much that our life doesn't represent who we are or what we want. This isn't the thing that makes us so sad. The thing that makes us so sad is the fact that we're not fighting for ourselves, that we don't choose ourselves. But the moment you do, you will see that your entire life will change. Remember, it's never gonna get easier. You're just gonna get stronger and you're gonna take on more and more and you're gonna be okay to dance with this fear and the anxiety because you're not gonna experience it as such. You're gonna see it as excitement and you're gonna be happy and content with yourself because you know from this moment on, I'm gonna start fighting for myself and I'm okay taking on just this little itty bitty thing because I know this has to become more. And if I'm not willing to start small, I will not be able to build it up. If you wanna have even more support with this, consider working with me privately or join the bootcamp. We're gonna really make things happen. And if you wanna watch a video now that's in line with today's topic, watch my video on how to set goals and achieve them in 2020. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.